You are listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. I'm Elena Paventa, Executive Communication Coach and TEDx Organizer. With each episode, I'll share with you communication tips and ideas from top business leaders to help you excel in your career. Welcome to the next episode of Ideas and Leaders podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest with me, Genesia Alora. She is a former Miss Singapore. She is the founder of Soul Rich Woman. This is number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia. And I'm so excited to have Genesia here. Hi, Genesia. How are you? Hey, Elena. Thank you for having me on your show. It is such a pleasure to have you. So, Genesia, you are super successful woman. And when I read your bio, I was like, wow, how can one person do all of these things? So can you tell us a little bit about your story? How did you start and how did you manage to achieve so many things? I think... For me to run a successful network right now is not built in a single day. Before I entered this business, I was running a cafe retail chain in Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia. We had 18 franchisees and licensees. And after four years, we exited to a public listed company. I graduated as an occupational therapist and later on won Miss Singapore Universe and Miss Singapore International and representing Singapore on the international stage. So that brought me to my first business, which was a consultancy business, helping leaders, CEOs, and politicians to look good and position themselves as leaders on stage as well as in your work arena. So all these were not as given to me. I had to work and support myself through school since I was 14 years old. So during this time when I had to work and support myself as an aerobics and yoga and country line dancing instructor. My mom had to sell away her gold to put me through these certifications so that I could do part-time while putting my own education and buying books and paying for fees on my own. So truly, it was quite a rocky path. Yeah, yeah. So why did you decide to start the Soul Rich Woman? Because you had this long journey from, you know, the very beginning when you did not have much to when you achieved a lot in business. So do you want to support women just like you to get there faster? You see, because I was not well-to-do, I was often being bullied in school. So my self-esteem was really low. The mean girls bully. That means people, the mean girls always corner me and bully me. And that made me wanted to commit suicide because bullying was really very bad in school. My mom told me this, turn your mess into your message. Whatever that's happening right now in your life, you can turn it around. So my mother has always been a pinnacle of support and strength my entire journey from where I was as a student, through a teenager, through winning Miss Singapore, and then later on running my businesses. She has always been that pillar of strength and support, even though she's a housewife, even though she was not highly educated, she was that moral strength. So now when I'm doing this soul rich woman, it simply means soul, alignment of mind, body and soul, having the richness both on the external and the internal. And once you have that balance, you can have it all. You can manifest whatever that you want in your life. 
So my mom is the biggest driving factor. Wow, this is such an inspiring story. Janizia, you're working with different women and you see different women entrepreneurs. What do you think are the biggest barriers that we have in, in business, yeah, in uh, getting one step further? There are usually three things. I think the first one that I always face is that lack of awareness. They don't know what they don't know. Think about Johari's window. What they don't know about moving forward. They don't know that they are stuck. They don't know what they don't know. So it's our duty to give value like crazy. It's our responsibility to really give free content, great content, curated content, so that we can touch their lives and hope that through that seed in their life, they get ignited. The second uh, issue they often see is that limiting belief, the ceiling of what others have done before and therefore could not have done it, right? So I can't do it because I've not seen somebody else doing it. So the limiting ceiling is always there because we are often told to stay at home, you know, you are a mother, you are a wife, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Ah, are you sure you're going to entrepreneurship? What can you do with that? So we need to break the barriers with that. And the last one is often the possibilities. Sometimes they can't see making $10,000 a month, $30,000 a month because they have been stuck or, you know, they have gone through some roadblocks. So sometimes they need to borrow a mentor's courage, a coach or a peer-to-peer -peer support so that they can get through that roadblock of that possibilities turn that impossible to possible yeah definitely i totally agree with you and i think that i personally felt all of those points that you mentioned and i'm interested did you have your limiting beliefs in the beginning of your journey Definitely. I was never good enough. I'm not good enough because of my background when I didn't have a lot of money. So this kind of stuck in me because I'm not good enough, because I'm not rich, because I'm not famous, because I don't have enough this, enough that. I don't have enough shoes, enough clothes, enough education, right? So all these things did stuck within me. But you see, the only way out of our mental, social, economical status is giving our education above and beyond just you know, degree or the paper through our traditional education systems. You need to look beyond that. You need to get educated online. You need to go beyond that. So for me, I got my education online. Other than being an occupational therapist, what do I know about business? I don't know how to run a cafe retail chain. I have zero knowledge in F&B, zero. So online education does matter. Really keep learning, love generously, learn constantly and live simply. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. I love that. So what would you recommend for women who are listening to us who want to start their business or maybe they already started their business and they want to move to the next level and to build their personal brand, to build their online business? What should we start with? What is the first step that you recommend taking? First thing to really get started if you already have a business is really looking into distributing more online flyers, meaning to say, how are you doing your marketing to get more new eyeballs for your business? Because you can have the best product in the world. Think about a book. Why does New York Times best-selling author sell so much? Why does 
best-selling authors always being looked up to because they're best-selling, right? So whatever that you're doing, always think about distributing their flyers online, finding ways to get more eyeballs instead of just dwelling within the business operations. Of course, operationally, it's important because when you do that part, it gets the business going. But if you're in the business and you're not on top of the business, then how are you going to grow your business online? So we need to promote ourselves. We need to show up. What are some of the ideas that you would suggest just from top of your mind? Where can we promote ourselves? For example, being a guest on the podcast or just, uh, you know, showing up in, in Facebook groups. Those are just some typical things that come to our mind. Are there any strategies that you usually recommend to your clients? Never distribute the flyers on your own effort. Always build a team, get a virtual assistant, get people to help you to distribute as well. So literally, you need to be on all the major social media platforms, right? I mean, if you were just to be spending time in Facebook groups, commenting and, and things like that, it takes a lot of your time. So you need to learn how to do more with less. So that's a key strategy when going online and promoting yourself. And don't just do it on your own. Hire a virtual assistant and outsource that four hours or eight hours of task to the person and schedule in advance. I think that's something to take note of. And lastly, don't just post quotes. I think that's something I see very often now. Everybody's just doing the same thing. These days, content is queen, but I would say different and unique content is king. So look into your own personality. How are you showing up in that short-form content or long-form content? Uh, really look into that piece as well. So when we want to build our personal brand and we want to be different, as you say, not just to post quotes, how do we start? Where do we start and how do we define what is our personal brand? Well, personal brand comes in three stages, depending on where you are at in your business. I think it's good to write down 20 different qualities that you think you like to project outwards into the world. And also talk to 10 friends, very good friends, either business friends or girlfriends or whatever family. Get them to give you 20 or 10 at least of the qualities that they think about you. Now, when you have all these data, so you have 20 10 other friends have 20. So that's 11 people, right, in total. And then you need to circle out the top 10 of all those that has been mentioned, the words about you that has been mentioned. And from this top 10, select the top three that you like to use and project outwards. So from these top three qualities, expand outwards your authenticity, your real self. How does it feel for you as an individual? Because you see, personal brand is not just by logic or words. It's both an art and science. How does it feel right for you to talk to your customer or potential soul customer, S-O-U-L customer, right? or potential audience that you're talking to and who are you really are on the inside. So you need to be aligned with both yourself and what the data that has been collected for you. 
Yes, yes, definitely. And what if we don't have copywriting skills? I know many people and for example, I am a TEDx coach and I'm working with people who want to become TEDx speakers and uh, they say that they have amazing ideas and this is a platform for ideas worth spreading, but they cannot put it into words and, you know, have a structure for this because there are specific skills that you need to have to write a perfect speech and to write a book and the same with posting content on the internet. I think that some people, they just have it and you're reading it and you can't stop reading what they're writing. Some people, it is not their thing, you know, they are good in speaking, but maybe they are not so good in writing. So what would you recommend for people who want to build their personal brand, but they're not so good in, you know, putting their thoughts into words? There's always two ways. First, you get a mentor or a coach to kind of guide you to do it yourself. Second is you get someone to do it for you or what you call the done for you service, which means you hire someone to get that done for you. So basically, there are two ways to get your message out there. I personally love to learn it myself so that I get kind of understand what goes on before I hire someone else to get it done for me. Because when you get someone to do it for you, they need to interview you and understand your thought processes as well. So kind of marry both and get started along the way. Yes, yes, we definitely need to learn all of those skills. There are so many things to learn. When we start the business, the online business, what would you recommend to focus on? What is the number one strategy? Because we hear a lot about funnels, about online marketing, content, and that we need to always do something. And I think that many people, they get overwhelmed with this mm. and they just say, okay, this is too much for me. So what is your number one strategy that you would recommend for a beginner who is just starting? Start with one offer and one offer only and really work on that offer itself. What is so irresistible about that offer? Because many times we always think that we want to have a restaurant even before having the first char grilled chicken on that first menu number one, you know? So we want to have 101 things because we love our business. We love the things we do. Our passion is there, but get down with one offer. So how do you create an irresistible offer? That's very cliche, right? But so you need to look into what does your customer want? Let me share with you a quick story. So I had a client who came to me who was an image consultant. Her clientels were engineers. Her packages are $3,000 to $5,000, but she was not able to sell to them at that price. They often buy between $300 to $500 instead because she wanted to help them for their promotion engineers, civil engineer, mechanical engineer, electrical engineers to help them with their appraisals. So to help them to look good in the office. But think about it. Where do your customers stay? Where do these engineers thrive? So when she came to me, I asked her this question. Do engineers really need personal grooming for their appraisals and for their job promotions? More often than not, they are rolled up sleeves and they're down on site with their helmets on, with their boots on, and they're sweaty. So does that really matter for them? So take a different perspective. What if you could help those engineers get on a first date? What if you could help them to impress a girlfriend to be on that first date? Would that be possible? And then she went back and repackaged her offer, which is exactly the same thing, but two words, helping them to impress the first date or look good for the first date. 
as an engineer, hopefully to get a girlfriend, eventually get a wife, right? So because of that, in the single month after this, taking a different perspective, she made $25,000 just like that. Wow, that is an amazing story. And it is really all about the wording and about, I think that about knowing your client also. So what would you recommend to do if we have an offer, but we kind of don't know, maybe don't have a coach and don't know how to make it better. So what do you recommend to do to make this offer really perfect? Solve one problem immediately. Solve one problem immediately right now. What is the one thing that when your customer receives that offer, it solves that one innate need or problem right away? Only then that they will trust you and then they will go for the next level of offer that you have for them. So solve that one problem immediately. So let me share with you another story. <laughs> so imagine going to a library and you have to impress a girl on a first date. There's two books that you found on the shelf. One teaches you how to play a guitar in 48 hours. The other book teaches you how to play my Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion in just four hours. So you need to impress a girl on the first date. Which book would you choose or go for? You will go for the one. Yeah, you will go for that book that teaches you how to play a guitar in just four hours. And especially My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. So that solves your problem, isn't it? So what are you doing exactly to solve that one problem? Playing guitar could be too generic. Find something that specifically that your potential clients need, and that will definitely help you to move forward. Yeah, yeah. I'm now thinking about this uh, guitar example. I think that this is exactly what I did at a certain point in uh, my business because I am a communication coach and I'm like working with people, with business people who want to communicate in a better way and uh, prepare their speeches, their presentations. And at some point, I felt that it is too generic. And as I am a TEDx organizer, one of my coaches suggested me that, hey, why don't you coach people who want to be TEDx speakers? So very kind of narrow group of people. And I was thinking that, hey, I will be addressing only a small group of people. And I don't know if this will work out because uh, communication skills, public speaking skills, many people need this. And then when I did it and when I narrowed down, I think that it really boosted my business. So I think that it is very important. I totally agree with you that it's very important to solve specific problem, to narrow down. And uh, even if you know much more things than, than you're offering, then your offer should actually solve one specific problem. Then totally agree with you on this one. And you know, we, we help women to go from offline to online. And it's very generic, right? Online is so generic. So we have like three main pillars. So one is through podcasting. The other one is through live streaming. And the third one is through creating their own online programs and their coaching packages. So when we get really specific, that's when people know exactly what you are really good at and they will come to you. Yes, yes, absolutely. So what would you recommend to our listeners how to boost 
their confidence and actually start doing, start selling their products, start building their business. Because I think that many, many of our listeners, many entrepreneurs I know, they have amazing ideas, but they still have this block to go forward. So what what are your main recommendations to start to boost your business? Like you've mentioned, mindset is the greatest key to really boosting your business because even before you move the technical piece, which is what you see in funnels, online marketing, Facebook ads, even before that, we need to go back to what is our big why and what really move us right forward. So identify your big why is important because that is the key driving force to why you open up your computer and you go into your funnels, for example. That will be the driving factor. So for storage women, we talk about the F word, right? Being fabulous, having freedom, financial independence, and a happy family. So what is your F word that drives you forward? I love the F word. (laughs) I really love it. So we have family, we have being fabulous, and what else freedom 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 yes perfect perfect so we need to find our why we need to find our own motivation and people really need it actually i know that many people they are asking so why are you doing this why is it important for you and i think that this should be a very big part of our personal branding as well we need to share our why openly with our audiences because we get tired sometimes right we get so there's a lot of things to do there's many engagements happening sometimes we meet problems at work things don't go as we think it would all these are potential roadblocks if we are not strong on our why. If we are strong and we can see the F word or see what your success, how it looks like, once you have the why, then the how just happens miraculously. Wow, this is this is great. Great motivation for our listeners. Thank you so much, Genesia. So what would be your final recommendations to sum up our conversation? How to move forward in business, especially for women who have those inner insecurities in the beginning? Well, I would say go make it happen. Don't go from stuck to unstoppable without changing who you are and even with no one who believes in you or stand by you. There is always a diamond that is within you and you deserve to shine. Go make it happen right now. Wow, amazing. You inspired me for sure. And I'm sure that you inspired our listeners a lot. So where can our listeners contact you? Where can they find you if they want to contact you? Well, you can connect with me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram at Genesha Alora. That is G-E-N-E-C-I-A-A-L-L-U-O-R-A, Genesha Alora. Or you can tune in to my podcast as well. Just put in my name and you can just search on Spotify or Apple, wherever the platform you're on. Lastly, I have two free gifts for you. Secrets of Personal Branding where I curated all my years of experiences coaching leaders, CEOs, and directors of organizations. And I've put together a seven step for you to go through your personal branding. And also, how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you 
can make money online while focusing on your zone of genius. And these two are available at soulrichwoman.com. And that is S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com, soulrichwoman.com. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much for offering those gifts. I'm sure that our listeners will be interested and I will post all your links under our episode so that if you're listening to us, you can immediately jump into one of those links because I'm sure that materials from Genesia are amazing. Really recommend you to download them. Thank you so much, Genesia, for being on the podcast on Ideas and Leaders. It was a really great pleasure to speak with you. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your LinkedIn profile and using a hashtag Ideas and Leaders. See you in the next episode.